genre. Immunities. Hiatus, part two. Hello, everybody. This is Bob J. Kester, writer and director of Immunities, here to give you some updates about progress towards Immunities' second season and also some notes and recommendations uh, about how the first season went and various related topics. So first of all, you'll hopefully be happy to know that the second season is written. We are having auditions this Saturday for our seven new characters. Actually, two are already cast, but for the five remaining characters. So that'll be quite an expansion, uh, like a 50% expansion to the cast. But a lot of your favorite old characters will be coming back to we're then uh, scheduled to have our first read-through of the whole script in mid-November, then hopefully recording it by the end of the year or thereabouts, and then getting it back to you by spring of 2018, hopefully early spring. So that's hopefully good news for everybody. In the meantime, I was thinking some other things that are kind of like immunities that you might enjoy. There are actually two films that deal with the aftermath of a successful alien body snatcher invasion, and so I thought that might be interesting. One of those is Exile, Children of the Wasteland, which is an extremely indie movie about a uh, little town where body snatchers invaded years earlier and took over everybody but the children. The children were immune to it, and then as each children reaches adulthood, they have to decide whether to accept an alien taking them over or to go into exile. So highly metaphorical, highly creepy indie movie with really great, really disgusting sounds being made by the alien slash human parents who these people have been raised by. So it's just an interesting thing. And, you know, it has some of the same sort of parent-child dynamics that uh, we have in Immunities. Uh, another one is a film called The Host, which is not to be... Uh, confused well exile i'll just say it's available for online rental at a lot of the usual services i don't know if it's free streaming anywhere but you can get it from amazon itunes that sort of thing anyway so the other one is the host uh not the korean monster movie the host but the more recent movie adapted from the novel by stephanie myers of twilight fame the host and it's in a way kind of the opposite of Exile. It's a movie in which the entire world has been taken over by body snatchers, except for an isolated town where people have not been. So, as I say, sort of flipped on its head. But it does have an interesting uh, character who is sort of half alien, half human, and, you know, has a uh, conflict within her between those two halves. And, uh, so yeah, interesting in that level, and also has some of the same sort of dynamics that, uh, Immunities halves. I would definitely say I liked Exile better than The Host. Uh, the Host gets a little melodramatic and love triangle-y, which I think, you know, was because somebody was hoping that this would be the new Twilight. Possibly not Stephanie Myers herself. Possibly people, you know, in the at the film level were hoping it was going to be the next Twilight. But The Host still has a lot of interesting things going on, so I say it's definitely worth a rental. So I hope you all enjoyed our interim audio drama, Companions, which I actually recorded about six months before Immunities, but with a lot of the same actors, as you heard. One thing I did not mention before is that there is a visual version of Companions available on YouTube. I used what was called Visualizer software, software that creates computer graphics based on the sounds that are being output, and I chose specific 
visualizers for specific scenes and specific moods, and then also used some uh, software that comes with Winamp in order to uh, create some myself to uh, fit particular things. And so it creates this thing, I'd say one way of looking at it is sort of the way that Ko, the character Ko from Companions, looks at the world is what you're seeing. So you go to, uh, if you look up Companions on my name, Bob J. Kester, on YouTube, you'll find it there, or go to playcompanions.com. You also see some other things. There's uh, excerpts that I found sort of randomly later from a version of that story from when I was going to write it up as a novel. So it's only the opening parts of the story, but you could see what the story would be like if like a great deal more time was being spent explaining different scientific things about the story and the background of the characters and people's last names, things like that that you don't have time for in an audio drama. I mean, you know, if you said Harry's last name every time you said Harry, that we'd be way over time. Something else that's there is a link to To See the Other Hole Against the Sky, which is a story by E. Catherine Tobler, or Tobler, I'm not really sure, which was presented both as a podcast and in text form by the podcast slash website Clark's World, which is a really good place for all sorts of short science fiction from all over the world and all sorts of different viewpoints. To See the Other Hole Against the Sky particularly deals with these long-haul like cargo ships taking minerals and things back to Earth from far out in the sky and alternates between a romantic plot between two characters and little mini-essays about why, if you're on a ship like that and are going to be alone for a long period of time, it's better to have one person who's a loner doing it than two or three or four people because two or three or four people will fall into various kinds of romantic politics and eventually everybody will end up in a big murder-suicide. And listening to that, the plot and the places it goes and the tone are very different from Companions, but it gave me a lot of ideas about why there would be one-man crews possibly as part of space exploration and what that would lead to and ways to mitigate that, which I then took in a completely different direction for Companions. But I think to see the other hole against the sky will be uh, an enjoyable and much shorter experience for anybody who uh, enjoyed Companions, either as text or uh, in the really well-done uh, reading version of it that Clark's World does. Other things that people enjoyed Companions might enjoy, there's a podcast that's happening now and still ongoing called Girl in Space, which is about has starts with just a single narrator who is this girl who's in space and just telling you stuff about the spaceship that she's on. And over time, it turns out to be a lot more complex than what you what it might seem to be from the first part of it. And at, be at first, it feels almost like just a story being read, much like the Clark's World stories are, but it becomes a real audio drama as it goes along. And you have to pay a little close attention because the narrator is a little slippery and not necessarily entirely to be trusted. Uh, another thing was a movie called Passengers. There's been a couple times when... Uh, a movie came along while I had a story idea and I was sort of afraid the movie would become an enormous hit and like my story would seem like a copy of that. One was with Stephanie Myers, the host, which I mentioned earlier and, you know, kind of failed. And then there's the other one, Passengers, also kind of failed, which is about a uh, couple on a generation ship where they've both been woken up accidentally and they're the only ones awake. So it's pretty much them and, you know, are they going to get together or are they going to drive each other crazy? And, uh... Like the host, it's not entirely successful, but there's interesting things about it. The, the first half of it feels almost like something like The Shining, and it actually it has some very uh, deliberate references, visual references, especially back to The Shining, 
and it was a very tense story because you know it shows like loneliness as being almost like a monster that can like make you do anything somewhat like the sun in the movie the danny boyle movie sunshine a few years back so the passengers like loneliness is like this palpable bad guy and then you know and it seems pretty scary that our heroine is going to be trapped on a ship with our hero who's like in the grips of this once again like the shining you know it's not so much that he's bad is but you're still afraid that what he's going to do under the influence of this thing and maybe become bad so i won't say where it goes from there but it it doesn't quite pay off the promise of all that but while that's happening i'd say it's a really fun ride so there's that another thing you might enjoy if you enjoyed companions one big piece of news that involves both immunities and companions are the upcoming Audioverse Awards. There's an ongoing process. There was a nomination process uh, to see who the candidates for uh, those awards would be. Those are awards for uh, the best audio dramas of the year. And Immunities and Companions were both nominated in several categories. Immunities for uh, Best Actress for Michelle Lamone, who plays Roxanne Scholl. Best Actor for Vincent Truman, who plays Major Craig. Our Best Engineer, Best Writing, and Best Production. Companions was nominated for several as well. The nomination stage has ended, and we are now in the semi-finalist stage, which is that there's a lot of nominees for each category, and they're asking people to come in and vote so that they can whittle it down to a smaller number of finalists. If you'd like to do that, um, which is a slightly involved process, you have a lot of categories to vote in. They say it'll take about 20 minutes. There's like a seven-page form, and you have to vote in each category, although you can vote more than once in each category, which is nice because sometimes we have a couple actors in the same production who are up against each other or companions is up against immunities, but you don't have to make a choice about that right now because you can vote for up to five in any category and we never have more than two in a category. If you want to find out more details about how you can do that, uh, you go to immuniediesdrama.com and fairly close to the top, there's a link saying, hey, we're nominated for these awards. If you'd like to vote, please vote. And then there'll be a page giving you sort of a sample ballot. Unfortunately, you have to vote in a bunch of categories where we're not nominated at all because you have to vote in the whole thing or none of it gets counted, um, especially the comedy categories, which I was unfamiliar with. If anybody knows of any comedies that are nominated that uh, I should make recommendations for people to vote for, just uh, let me know on Twitter or Facebook. I look for Immunities or Immunities Drama and uh, let me know. And maybe I'll be able to add those to the ballot. The Audioverse Awards end on Halloween. So maybe vote early so that, you know, you don't find yourself on Halloween day with all sorts of plans for the day and you don't have 20 minutes to spare for doing that. So uh, get in there and uh, give it a vote if you think that our stuff is worthy. Thank you very much. Uh, another thing that's going on, actually, just as I'm recording this, is that I myself am uh, appearing on a Movies by Minute podcast uh, called the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. Movies by Minute podcasts are a podcast where each episode is one minute of a movie sequentially. And you just talk for however long, 15 minutes, half an hour, about that one minute, either just what's happening or things in the production of the movie or whatever's going on. So I am appearing this week on the Jane Silent Bob Minute, where we're talking about Clerks, Kevin Smith's first movie. So it's the first movie they're talking about. And I had a really fun time talking to the Jane Silent Bob Minute guys, who are these great, very New Jersey types who, you know, Clerks is a very important movie to them, but they don't have an excessive reverence for it, just like, you know, they just understand how well that movie understands people like them, and just have a lot of fun making fun of things, making fun of it, but also glorying in uh, the good parts of it. And they uh, 
were very good in like giving me a chance to explain what Immunities was to their audience, which is a more of a movies by minute audience, which is different from the audio drama audience, even though we're both in the uh, Dueling Genre podcast network. And they have a sound effect to introduce each new guest host. And for us, they used uh, Donald Sutherland's famous scream from the end of uh, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, you know, which is one of the most frightening moments in a film of all time and was pretty hideous to listen to. But it was very fun to have that be the first thing that people would hear uh, before I appeared was that. A nice shout out to the connections between Immunities and Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Which, now that I'm on the subject, I just want to mention that there have been several filmed versions of Invasion of the Body Snatchers. The 50s version, the 70s version, then Body Snatchers, which was the 90s Abel Ferrara version, and then The Invasion, which was the early 2000s James McTeague version starring Nicole Kidman and Daniel Craig. And that last one was, in a way the one that was the most influential on Immunities, I mean, other than the first one, which brought up the whole concept in the first place. But that last one was interesting because that was one that gave me the idea of immunity because in that one, Nicole Kidman's son is immune and the aliens are for a moment at an impasse because they're like a lot of body snatcher aliens. They talk about being pacifist, but you know they have this one kid who's immune to them and what are they going to do? And I won't say what they do in the movie, but they sort of steamroll over that plot point way too early. And I was like, wait, 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 you could make a whole thing about that. That creates a really dramatic situation. And so since they weren't going to exploit that properly, I took it for myself. And that's uh, sort of where Immunities was born, was from the movie The Invasion. Okay, and uh, enough about the Jay and Silent Bob Minute, to the extent that that even was about the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. But you can catch me this week, or the podcast episode Stay Around Forever, that's episodes 40, 41, and 42, are me uh, talking with the Clerks guys about Clerks. And now, um, I would pretty much just like to thank people. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you, everyone who's uh, approached me and let me know that they liked Immunities and or Companions. We've had two new iTunes reviews, both of them five stars, from Rollick for You and American Kenkels. And you can see those on uh, iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called on your system. And while you're there, you could leave another one if you want and add to our chorus of praise, which is really important for helping people uh, decide to listen to our audio drama podcast in the huge sea of audio drama podcasts that are out there right now, which is, it's a great thing that that's happening, but, you know, of course it makes it a little hard to reach people and for people to decide what is the one that they want to listen to. I find it fun that both of the recent reviews use the word creepy prominently, which is, I always thought of Immunities as being sort of half creepy and half funny, but I think the creepy is probably what hits people first, especially, you know, I know what's going to happen, so, you know, I don't have the same level of tension about it that people listening to it for the first time do. So thank you to Relic for You and American Kenkels. Thanks to everyone who said kind things on Twitter, uh, including Scott Corelli uh, of Dueling Genre and many Dueling Genre podcasts, including their other audio drama, Geek by Night, which is a fun, ongoing thing about people in a comic book store who all get superpowers suddenly. So there's him. There's Jeff Ferry, who's part of the Jay and Silent Bob Minute. So they've uh, been very good with... Uh, Shoutouts and retweets on the same thing, but that's kind of like, that's almost like having your family retweet you, so I'm not going to spend too much time on them. Let's see other fans out there, Tasha Robinson, Just DG, and a, uh, a Twitterer named Ellie, who I believe might be the world's biggest podcast fan, because she seems to really make it a point of listening to everything and letting people know what she feels about everything, and she was really good, you know, sending out almost an episode-by-episode reaction of what she thought of immunities as it was going on. And I actually ran into her at the Lovecraft Film Festival in Portland. 
and got to hang out with her. And she was just this tremendously positive person. So she's good to follow. Uh, she's on Twitter as L-E-E-L-Y. Uh, the Lovecraft Festival, by the way, is where I first got to see Exile, Children of the Wasteland. So that's why I've heard of this film that otherwise, you know, is, was kind of difficult to uh, run across. We got other retreats and reviews from a uh, periodical called White Noise, that's with a Z, that does little capsule reviews of new podcasts, and also from uh, other audio drama podcasts, including The Lovecraft Covenant, The Starless Podcast, Tunnels, and Captain Spud and Ziggy. Uh, which you might want to check out. We also got an on-podcast shout-out from a uh, TV rewatch podcast called Bloody Sunday, which covers a increasingly terrible TV show called The Strain, but the guys who do that show are a lot of fun. They're improvers from the Philly Improv Theater, and they do a bunch of rewatch podcasts, always with some sort of clever name, and for their final Bloody Sunday one, they just turned over several minutes to uh, talking about immunities and just shouting us out just out of the kindness of their hearts, pretty much. Uh, so you might want to check out... <laughs> if you want to hear people make fun of The Strain, uh, you could listen to Bloody Sunday. Uh, if you want to hear people immediately become like in awe of The Leftovers, you can listen to their podcast, Reheated. Yeah, you see what they did there? Uh, they also have one about Game of Thrones called Stark Raven Mad. One about Better Call Saul called Breaking Goodman. And it's all uh, really worth listening to. Uh, we also got repeated somewhat involuntary shout-outs from uh, the Star Wars Minute, which is the granddaddy of all Movies by Minute podcasts, and they, uh, in their Patreon-only episodes, will read out a list of all their patrons, and so you can sort of sneak commercial messages onto that by changing your Patreon name to uh, slogan for your podcast or other item you wish to push, and I did that with Immunities a lot, and they were always very nice about reading the entire thing in a respectful way and throwing in a, hey, we should check that out, or hey, you might want to check that out sort of thing. So it's really more than they had to do. And so I just wanted to say that about them. Uh, Pete and Alex over at Star Wars Minute are kings of the internet, in my opinion, and just do everything the right way. So that's pretty much it. If you want to see more of our internet presence, we're Immunities Drama on Twitter, Immunities on Facebook, ImmuniediesDrama.com is our website. And as I said, playcompanions.com is where you can find out more about companions if you're specifically interested in that. And, you know, that was a one-shot thing that pre-existed Immunities, but I was glad to be able to make it available to Immunities listeners, too. And uh, I think a lot of things about the one are also interesting about the other. So uh, Season 2 is coming up in a few months, and I hope you'll all enjoy it as much as we'll enjoy making it for you. Bye. <laughs> Dueling Genre. Genre.